This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Good evening, everyone, and welcome along to the latest edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers. I'm Nigel Seeley, and as per usual, I'm joined by our senior tennis handicapper on the Thursday. It's our man in Stuttgart over in Germany. It's Sean Calvert. Now, Sean, we followed you. You're bumping into Grand Slam finalists. You're you're, 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 we're watching your journey through Instagram and Twitter. Looks like you're having a whale of a time out there. Weather's great, which is unlike the weather whenever you go abroad. You usually <laughs> take your umbrella. You, you've got the bit yeah. of the sunshine as well. What's it been like, mate? It's been great. You know, the, the weather's been perfect. Um, the tennis has been good. You know, it's, I, I do like that. Um, I like that Coliseum court here because it's it, you can just sit there on the grass and it's just it's all quite chilled, you know. In a lot of these stadiums, you have, you know, the, the rigid sort of plastic seats, and some of them are really close to the person next to you, and it's all a bit claustrophobic. But um, this, this is this is great on that Coliseum court. I love that. I've been I... watching some doubles out there. I never watch doubles, but I've been watching, you know, a bit of it because it's it is so nice on that court, and it's, it's packed for all the matches. You can't probably tell on the TV, but all the matches, whoever's playing doubles, singles, whatever, they're all, you know, they're all well attended. And it's 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 busy. And it's yeah, it's a nice tournament. It's good. Whenever I go to a tennis tournament, I'm usually drinking doubles rather than watching doubles. But the the thing I would say about they only uh, take cash at the bar as well, which is annoying. Oh, that's a problem. That's a, that's that a is problem. a problem. I've I've had the gloves on with them a few times about this, yeah. you know. But have you moaned? You know, have you, you complained? Do? I complain about every tournament. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> when you said, when you there's said always a problem. Like... There's always a problem. They, they they stopped me going in today with a with a bottle of water because what they want you to do is pay. Tw- I think it's twenty five euros for an ATP. Um, plastic water bottle, which you can refill when you're in the ground, but they don't like you taking your own plastic water bottles, and they want you to pay 25 euros to get a an ATP branded um, water bottle. So I had the gloves on with them about that. There was a problem with the barcode as well. I could go on all day, and 60 euros for a t-shirt. What's what's going on there? Well, you you are, you you have these you have gone to the boss. Hold on, you haven't gone to like the the a cheap. It's a designer <laughs> company, you know you. You complained about the merch. Now you've got the merch, and it's like expensive. I'm not merch, paying you know? sixty euros for merch. That's for sure. Well, I tell you one thing. Um, you said you like sitting around. There's nobody around. That sums you up perfectly. You don't. You don't. You're not. A, you're not a people person, Sean. You're not like. Depends someone. on who. Depends who any of the people are. If if they're like randoms coming and harassing me during the tennis, and then not keen. But you know. Anything else? I'm very amenable. You ask Marcos Bagdatis. You ask well, him. Go well, on. he's blocked. I've just seen he's blocked because we win. I've seen that in the last <laughs> ten minutes. I don't. I don't. I don't know why, but he's blocked because we win. But you've got a new friend, and you. I think that he may be calling the uh, the Moroccan police on you, Jonas Alanui. Everywhere you go, you seem to bump into him. Oh yeah, I've seen him so many times. No, loads of times in Morocco. I've seen him three or four times here. Um, as I said, I was sat next to him today as well. I think uh, I think he's gone now, though. I think his his French um, guys, Mute and, and Gaston, I'm not sure they're still here. I think he, I think he's left. But yeah, I see him everywhere I go. 
Well, if you're watching the podcast, Jonas and Lanui, um, thank you very much for it. And, and really, you should be appreciative because I actually think I pronounced your name right, which is quite difficult for me. But uh, Baghdadis as well, you see, if you follow uh, Sean's journey across in Stuttgart, you can follow it on an Instagram account, which is at Because We Win, the same as our Twitter account as well. Uh, Sean, is this your last day? Are you there tomorrow? Are you flying back? What, what, what's your agenda? Uh, I'm going tomorrow? back tomorrow. I'm, I'm flying back tomorrow, yeah. So you're flying back for the quarterfinals. You won't be in action for the quarterfinals. Let's look at the quarterfinals action where you are in Stuttgart. And it's been quite a decent tournament for us. We didn't have a great start at the beginning. We had, a, I think, three bets that uh, all sort of all lost. But uh, our future picks are doing really, really well. We're going to come on to that in a minute. We only know three of the quarterfinals tomorrow in Stuttgart, where Sean is in Germany. And the first match we're going to talk about is Mercetti against the number two American, Francis Tiafo. Now, this is, again, I, I, I keep emphasising this is an early start. This match is scheduled to be at uh, 5 a.m. Eastern time. So really, really early start here. Francis TFO is a heavy favourite, minus 215. Uh, Lorenzo Massetti, plus 170. The spread is two and a half. Francis TFO is minus 124. Massetti receives a two and a half start at plus, oh, sorry, at also minus 104. And the totals here are 22 and a half. If we look at the head-to-heads, they've met five times before. Uh, they've played three times on clay. Massetti leads 2-1 on the two times on hard court. Uh, Massetti also uh, wins, but TFO won by a default uh, in a match as well. Um, you would expect TFO to be more comfortable on this surface. I've opposed uh, Massetti on both of his matches so far to no avail for me. I've lost on both of those occasions. But um, Francis TFO is the overwhelming favourite. How do you see this one going? I've taken the minus two and a half games on um, TFO here at um, 1.84 with Bet Rivers. Um, I just think his power advantage will will be too much for Massetti. I mean, Massetti's you know he's shown better, much better form um, on the grass so far this swing than anything he's he's done before, which which wouldn't be that difficult because he was zero and four coming into this grass swing. Um, I watched him in the doubles today actually. Him and him and um, Lorenzo Sanego were playing against Papana and Ebden, and uh, yeah, they they weren't far away from getting a, a bit of a walloping. To be honest, it was six one three one I think at one stage when I when I left it. I think they did slightly better in the end, but they still. They still lost in straight sets. Massetti uh, said he was surprised at how well he was serving after the Gregoire Barrere match. Because um, he's, he's held serve 100% of the time so far this week, winning 71% of service points. He's actually won the same percentage of first serve points as Tierfo has this week, which is 84%. But, you know, the opposition wasn't fabulous. Um, Godjo and, and Barrere, I think this is a, a big step up in, in quality that, that Massetti's going to uh, face here. Uh, as you said, he's won two of their last three meetings, Massetti, but much, much slower conditions in, in Rome. Obviously, very slow clay, and Acapulco is very slow as well, slow hardcore. Um, TFO, for me, definitely got the advantage on on grass. If, if we take a look at TFO's recent grass court form, his last 10 matches, his service points, one return points, one total is 104, and his service hold break total is 106. So very, very decent numbers. Uh, he was impressive as well against... Um, against Leheka. It was a tough, tough match against Leheka. Leheka. Leheka has a lot of power in his game and um, TFO managed it pretty well. I mean, if, if we're looking at Missetti's grass data, um, his six matches on grass, his service points, one return points, one title is 91. He's only won 27% of return points. Obviously, he's improved on that um, in the two matches that we've seen this season, but I still think he's going to be overpowered ultimately by TFA. It might be one close set in this, or it might not be a, a runaway victory for TFA, but I think he should cover the two and a half games 
over the course of the match. I mean, they, they played on a quick hard court in Australia. I think it was the start of this year. Tifo won the opening set of that one, 6-2. And then Massetti picked up an injury and, and retired in the end. But I, I think Tifo's power will um, will win the day here. And I think he'll, he'll cover the two and a half. Two and a half, minus 124 with Bet Rivers. On the money line, it's minus 215. The totals are 22 and a half. So a confident pick from Sean to start off with, with the American number two player on the men's singles, Francis TFO, getting the job done and progressing through to the semifinals in Stuttgart. The next match we want to talk about is the American number one and our pick for the tournament, our future pick, our $5 future pick, Taylor Fritz. He's nowhere near going to be $5 now because the draw is opening up for him. Uh, he's a minus $4 favourite up against uh, Marton Fuksovic, who is plus $3.00. The spread here is three and a half, minus 129. The handicap uh, for Fuksovic is plus uh, three and a half, plus 102. And the total's at 22 and a half. If you look at the head-to-head, Fritz leads 2-0. They bet both this year, once in Munich on clay. Fritz won in three close sets. And in Indian Wells on the um, slow conditions as well, it was another win for Fritz. So the slow conditions Fritz has got the better in. So you would expect Fritz to have uh, the number over Fuchsovic, but I know you tweeted today that you saw Fuchsovic up again, or you on your Instagram story, you mentioned about Karatsev. He won, but he didn't impress you. Um, we're on at $5. It's looking good for us. Uh, minus $4 to win this match. Is this a potential banana skin, or do you think that our man will get through here relatively easy? I think he'll get through. I, I'm not sure whether it'll be easy or not. I think a lot will depend on how fit Fuchsovic is. As it always does with with Fuksovic, Fuksovic matches, he's um, he looks like a fabulous physical specimen, but he, he he does tend to break down. He's already pulled out of the challenger that he was supposed to be playing next week, which was the Oakley challenger. He's obviously thought he's done quite a bit of work this week on the grass. Doesn't need to play again uh, in that challenger. He's played four matches this week already, Fuksovic, Um and he's played four hours in the last couple of days compared to just one hour twenty four minutes for for Fritz. Uh, Fuksovic also said he was feeling fatigued during the the match that he won today against against Wu, and that that what he did there might cost him because he should have won it in straight sets. And this Fuksovic does this time and time again. He he fails to close out sets, and he's had to play for an extra hour there, which he didn't necessarily need to do. He could have won it in straights, didn't. Wu got back into it. Um, I said this morning in my video, you'd probably get a better prize on Fuksovic in play than the pre-match odds, and that that certainly turned out to be the case. Um, so fitness is, is certainly going to be an issue in this in this match. The head-to-head, is, as you said, is pretty good for Fritz in, in terms of the service points, one return points, one totals. He's 106 to 94 ahead. That's quite a decent advantage. And he's ahead on both serve and return. He's not just made up those numbers just purely on, on big serve. And he's 6%, 6 better on serve and 6% better on return over the course of those two matches. I, I seem to recall I actually backed... Fuksovic to, to get past the overs mark against Fritz in that Indian Wells match. I remember watching it and it was very close the first set, but as as Fuksovic tends to do, he, he got to the business end of the set, serving to stay in the set and he couldn't do it. And, and he, he does do that quite often, Fuksovic. He's not he's not mentally the strongest, that's for sure. Um, if we look at the grass stats of, of both these players over the last two seasons at main level, the service points won and return points won titles are it's a favouring for it. It's 105 to 102. But in terms of service hold and break totals, it's massively in favour of Fritz, 109 to 100. Um, yeah, I mean, the head-to-head stats, as I say, they favour him. The grass stats favour him. The lack of um, 
fatigue on Fritz's part would also favour him, I would assume. So as much as I admire Fuxovic as a, as a player, he's a, he's a very good tennis player. He does have the, the ability to make this close. I, I would expect Fritz to win. I mean, Fritz was, he's okay today. He wasn't, he wasn't bad by any means. He was, he was decent. He just, he just wasn't great. I think he only won about 48 to 50% of his second serve points. He served, he served very well. And that's sometimes that's all Fritz needs to do. Cause he is very, um, he's very, he's, he's unlike Fuxovic. He's very calm at the end of sets. He doesn't, he doesn't stress like Fuxovic does. And, I don't think that was really a, a a great victory for Fritz today, but it was good enough. It was his first match on grass. Um, so it was fine. I, I, I expect Fritz will get past this. He may need three sets, but I think he'll do it. I'm looking at Fritz now. We're, we're on him at plus $5 to win this tournament. We're in great shape. You know, the, mm-hmm. the seeds are dropping out the tournament. The tournament is opening up, and we are looking at really good shape. When the Lions come out tomorrow morning with Bet Rivers, you will see how good shape we are. Um with an open Wimbledon coming up, if he wins his tournament, obviously he goes to Queen's Club as well. He's got some big grass tournaments to come. Um, is he a potential person that we should be looking at for the Wimbledon Championship? Which, which is going to be a very open Wimbledon Championship. Obviously, Novak Djokovic is going to be the minus money favour. But apart from that, it's it's open. Is Fritz a contender? Yeah, he's a contender. I mean, anyone who watched the show last year will recall that we had him at 150 to 1 outright last year to win Wimbledon. And he, you know, he got very, very close to making the semi-finals. Should have made the semi-finals against an injured Dadar. Problem is, you're not going to get anything like that this year. Probably be about what twenty to one, twenty-five to one, something like that. Yeah, but he's going to go shorter if he wins this tournament. He wins. He does well at Queens as well. He, he's going to be. He, he'll be the public player. I, I've got a feeling Fritz will become every Wimbledon. There'll be somebody that the tipsters, the handicappers out there, hang on to, and they look at it because everyone becomes a tennis tipster for Wimbledon, don't they? You know, every every the, all the experts yeah. come out and they look at the short term form and they look at Fritz, and I, he'll be a public play. But I'm just thinking from a trading perspective now. If he wins his tournament now, we might get we might get twenty five, twenty eight, thirty three to one, something like that. I got a feeling we if you bet Fritz now, you may be on half that price when the tournament comes. Because if you look at the, the entries for Queen's Club, which starts on Monday, that's not going to take much winning for Fritz. There's not really meant you know, whole good room, Alcaraz is not other than that, that you they're be very vulnerable. So I'm looking at him as as, as a bet to hedge now. That, yeah, that could quite, be a strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'm looking at Fritz. I'm thinking I'm thinking he I I I honestly believe that he if he's drawn in the opposite half to Djokovic, he will be the public play. He's he ticks a lot of boxes. He's a clay. He's a grass court specialist, and everyone will be going to it. But obviously, if you were if you were with us last year, we'd do one hundred and fifty to one. So where have you been? We should, you know, we're not we're about six to one. But I do think that he could be the player that emerges as the public play for Wimbledon. Anyway, Wimbledon's two weeks away now, so we, we're going to. My worry with him, sorry, Rob, my worry with him is he still hasn't he still hasn't ad- adapted that game to to be better at the net. He's, he's still too reliant on shuffling around at the at the back of the court. He doesn't like volleying. Um, he's not keen on it. unless he Until he brings that into his game, I don't think I'll be backing him at short price. I didn't mind having, having 150 to one last year. Um, I'm just not sure he's got the X factor to be like a Djokovic or, or, or a top two or three uh, player, to be perfectly honest, at, at a Grand Slam. Until he brings that into his game. I know you wasn't really that frustrated about his performance last year against now. You took it in your stride. You never moaned. You, you, you got on with it. You know, are you over it yet, Sean? Are we? Are you over it? Yet? Uh, <laughs> I suppose I hadn't thought about it until just now. 
It's not a problem. Anyway, <laughs> we're not going to keep you bad memories. Uh, tomorrow at 9 a.m., Herbert Herkes. Uh, Hubert Herkes. I, I got told off today. I, I called it Herbert. My grandfather was, Hubert, my, yeah. my, well, my grandfather's called Herbert, and I, I always say Herbert. Hubert Herkes, he's up against uh, his opponent, is Christopher O'Connell. Um, I, I don't, I don't, Uncle Christopher. But anyway, enough of the CD generation. Uh, Hubert Herkes is minus 250 against Christopher O'Connell, who's plus 195. The spread here is two and a half. Herkes is minus 130, very low. Uh, O'Connell plus 102. The totals are very high, 23 and a half. We cashed on the overs with the Herkes match. We know how good he is at serving. We know his serving stats are off the charts. We know he doesn't have force enough break points. Uh, 23 and a half. He also had a, a trainer on in his last match as well. And it's not a surprise in the last sort of, since this match has been, uh, we've finalized, we know the market. There has been money for O'Connell in this market who beat Sonego in quite impressive fashion in round 16 in straight sets. Um, I think this has a potential of looking like a, a match that could be a shock. It's a difficult one because they, they both had the trainer out in the, in the previous match. O'Connell had, quite a bit of work done on his right sort of knee, sort of lower thigh area um, in that match against Sonego. Her cash went for an off-court medical timeout. I think his was a thigh sort of uh, issue as well because he was certainly holding that during that match against Watanuki. Um, looking at Her Cash's stats, uh, we've, we've talked about it several times, haven't we, on this on this show recently. Yeah, Again, very, very poor on return. What Watanuki played great. He was very unlucky to lose that match. Could have won in straight sets. Watanuki just double faults at the wrong times in the tie breaks. It just it just cost him. Um again, her cash won only 27% of return points in that in that match. Um Watanuki won one more point overall. Uh can count himself a little bit fortunate to lose. But her cash again, he's just relying heavily on that first serve. He's won 80% of the points this season on all surfaces on his first serve and only 50% on second serve. And he's winning only 34% of points on return. And that's on all surfaces this season, uh, which goes somewhere to explain why he's having all these long matches. Now, if you look at it on grass, I've, I've looked at Herkash's last 10 main level matches on grass. He's actually performing worse than Cressy on return of serve, which t- tells you all you need to know about his return game, really. He's won 31% of return points in his last 10 main level matches on grass, which is exactly the same as Cressy. And he's only broken serve 11.8% of the time, which is worse than Cressy, who's broken 12.7% of the time. So he's he's not breaking as much as Maxime Cressy on, on grass. So he's he's got problems. The, the, the issue is, I, I, the overs is the obvious choice, but the layers are onto this now, aren't they? The other day against Watanuki, we got over 22 and a half games and we got 1.78, I think, if memory serves me correctly. Now it's 1.67, that line, which which is a bit too short for me, really, considering there's, there's injury, um, there's injury possibilities as well. Both of them, as I said, had medical timeouts. So I'm not sure that either of them are fit. In terms of O'Connell's ability to win this match, yeah, definitely. Uh, he's at main level this season. He's won 50% of his second, 51% of his second serve points, which is better than her cash. His service points, one return points, one total. All main level matches this season is uh, 100. Her cash is on 103. So not her cash isn't isn't way ahead by any means. I can see, I can see a, a possibility for O'Connell. I mean, it's it's the injuries does it does put me off the fact that they both had those medical timeouts. It makes it difficult. Overs is likely, but too short um, in price for me. So 
it's it's a no bet, unfortunately. I want to get on the overs, but I, I, this price is just not it's not doing it for me. Yeah, everyone's getting on to the Hobart Hercash over play. It's always a very popular one and always one that a profitable one. So they're the three quarterfinals that we do know. The other quarterfinal will be between uh, Jeanne Lestruff or either Sitsapas or Richard Gasquet, who is actually now as we speak has got he's got a match point against Sitsapas. So that would be brilliant for our uh, for our future if we can get Sitsapas out as well. So we we'll be on a very, very heavy favourite. But Gasquet has failed to take four match points in that match. That's, as we that speak. sounds like Gasquet. I'm not watching, yeah. but that does yeah. that does sound like a Gasquet thing to do. Whoever wins that will play Struff and, and Struff's playing great. Yeah, so um, that's so, so. So with with regards to tomorrow's action in Stuttgart, just the one pick. Yeah, the one official play. Yeah, which is the minus two and a half games on um, TFO uh, one point eight four. That is with Bet Rivers. And if you follow Sean since twenty twenty three to start the season here on the Game Bet match, he's twenty eight point nine two units in profit. So a good year so far, and around running around about twenty percent on an ROI investment. So it's a, a staggering year so far. So there's the one pick for us here. Uh, move across the border from Germany into Holland. It's the Hertingen Bosch quarterfinals. We only know two quarterfinals here. Uh, obviously, head to the Bet Rivers website during the day tomorrow. There'll be loads of action again. An early start. The first match that we're looking at here starts at five a.m. Again, it's Mackenzie McDonald against Rinky. Hichikita, is that right? Again, I need to ask you again. Hichikata, I think. Hichikata, Hichikita. Hichikita, Hichikata, it doesn't matter. Rinky, rinky dinky do. Anyway, uh, uh, Mackenzie McDonald is minus 250 to win this match, plus $2 for Rinky Hichikata. The spread is three and a half, uh, with plus 110 for McDonald, minus 141 for Hichikata, and the totals are 22 and a half. Then this match starts. At 5 a.m. Eastern time. It's a very, very early start over in Holland, in the Netherlands, in Hertzgenbosch. And um, unsurprisingly, these two have uh, never met before. So um, difficult, difficult one to say. I'll look about right, really. What, what do you think of this one? I'm kind of kicking myself a bit, having not backed what I said the other day, which is Mackenzie McDonald against Corich. And he won it in straight sets, didn't he? I'm kind of annoyed that I didn't go for that now. Um, Suddenly, suddenly back in form, Mackenzie McDonald after losing eight matches in a row, stretching all the way back to, I think it was Miami. Doesn't want, to, didn't want to, didn't win a match since then until until the match against um, his first round match, uh, and then obviously followed that up impressively against uh, Borna Corridge as well. So he's suddenly back in form. Um, away from clay, which which McDonald's never never really performs on clay. We know that. Um, away from the clay, McDonald's won eleven of his last. 13 matches against opponents ranked outside the top 100, which Hijikata is. Um, so he's got a good record against against the lower-ranked players. He's, he's done well, Hijikata, but he, he's, he was outgunned by Huesler, by Mark Andrea Huesler early on in their match. But he just ground it out and ended up getting on top, um, ended up winning. Uh, lost to Barankis in qualifier, qualifying. Then he had to come from a set down in both those matches against the left-handers, Brauver and Hoosler. So, you know, he's he's done well, but McDonald, on the form that he's shown so far, he should he should be too good. He should be winning that, really. Yeah, McDonald's a heavy favourite, minus 250. The other quarterfinals, before we go on to the other quarterfinal, Richard Gasquet has just knocked out Stefanos Sitsapas in the quarterfinals. So he's through to the quarterfinals now, where he plays Jan Leatherstruff, which is fantastic news 
for our Taylor Fritz future at plus five dollars. He's not going to be far off about plus one fifty, I would guess. You know, plus one seven five, just just for my calculations here. Um, just before we go into that quarterfinal that that we're going to speak about there, Stefano Sitsabas now obviously with Paula Padosa, um, Instagrammers. You know, the I, the tennis world has been shocked by sort of these big mega stars going into Instagram. Sean Calvert joined it very recently and just followed his journey in Stuttgart. Now we have Sitsipas and Pala Vidosa. Um Do you think that's going to affect this game? Or, you know, he, he's obviously clearly now got a beautiful woman in tow and his, uh, and his form's gone on. And you've got a beautiful wife at home and your form's gone in. When she's gone on Instagram, it's gone up and down. Uh, but I, I wonder where you're going with that comparison. No, 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 just well, the hair. I was, I was going to say the hair, but but obviously he's obviously now become like this sort of uh, social media. The Instagram, him and Palom Dos has gone crazy. Loads. Has of, it? Has absolutely... I, this is news to me. To be honest, this is well, news to me. But yeah, he he's he's now involved. They share an Instagram account. They uh, they've been slated uh, across the, the tennis Twitterati. Uh, about the way they are. And he's come here. He was in Miami two days ago. He was in Dubai a week ago with Paolo Badosa. They were taking selfies across the um, across the palm and all this kind of stuff. Well, he was he here on Tuesday. I can I can officially confirm that because I watched him play here on Tuesday. So well, I think it was Monday. Well, it, it, he flew for whatever. It was a very, very short period of time. He was in Miami, okay. blah, blah, blah. But it, it, I, I read a lot of He's people. He's in love, is he? To cut, to cut it sort of. Bad things are bad. Is that, is that what it is? I don't know. I think, well, we don't know. Or it could be, like, you know, but I, you know, I, I just, just, I just think that it, it was something that he could be a fade, you know, in the next few weeks. The way he's, um, if he's loved up and he's going into, it Wimbledon. could be, yeah, it could, yeah. it definitely could. That, that certainly could be the case. It's not something I know much about, to be honest. But, but if if that's the case, that's the case. If he's, if he's, if he's only flown from Miami on the Monday or whatever, and I did see him hitting on Tuesday, he was hitting for quite some time on the Tuesday, so he was, he was putting the work in. Um. Grass is not his favourite surface, is it? He he, play, he played pretty well on it last year. He had his best grass season by far last year. Um, this, you know, it could be a, it could be a, just a blip. Medvedev lost um, today as well, and in his first grass uh, court match of the season, you know, it does happen. Um, yeah, it, it's possible. It, it, it could be it could be that he's taking his eye off the ball a little bit. I don't know. I mean, he's not high on my list of of players to think about for Wimbledon anyway. To be honest, I, you know, so. Mm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spend too much time worrying about what Sitsipas is doing off the court. It's. Um, I do. Yeah. I stay up all night worrying about it. Yeah. 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 Can't <laughs> sleep. Anyway, let's move on to the quarterfinal. Hurting and Bosch. The other quarterfinal we do know: Emil Rusevori up against Yannick Sinner. Yannick Sinner, the Italian, is minus three sixty, a heavy favourite here against Rusevori. Plus two seventy for the Finn. The spread is three and a half. Plus three and a half for Rusevori. Plus one fifteen. Minus three and a half for Yannick Sinner. Minus one forty eight. A very heavy favourite. The totals are twenty one and a half. Head to head, well overwhelming favourite for Yannick Sinner. They've met six times before. Five one. He leads on the head to heads. He was quietly impressive in his first round match against Bublik. Um, you know, we, we we thought Bublik might give him some problems, but Sinner bounced back from that real disappointing French Open performance we lost in the second round with a nice win here. Uh, there's money for Sinner. Uh, you, you would think that he, you know people are putting him in his parlays. I suppose that's why the money's for him. But uh, I think with a five to five one head to head record and on grass, you would expect Sinner to win this one. You would. I don't, I don't think it's an absolute gimme though. By any means, Rusev has always been playing well. He should have beaten Humbert in straight sets um, the other day, and Humbert himself was really impressive in the first round. And 
Roosevelt should have taken him down in straights. I think he was a set and five two up in that Roosevelt, but he's he's one of the worst closers on the tour. Roosevelt, if, if whenever he's got a lead, a serving for a set, I always think, oh, this is this isn't happening. He's terrible. He, he just cannot close matches out, and it's 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 costing him in terms of fatigue, in terms of accumulated fatigue. Should have been out of there in about an hour, hour and a bit against Bay. Ended up going all the way to six four in the third in the end, having been a set and five two up. Um, that also happened to him against Sinner, actually, in Miami in a match I watched, um, I think it was a couple of years ago now. He was he was 5-3 up, Roussevori, in the third set, I think it was. Fa- again, failed to close the match out. Then he was 5-3 up in the ensuing tie break. Again, failed to close it out. Had three match points and lost. So he has gone toe-to-toe with Sinner before and 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 come out on top. He, I think he won their first career meeting, career meeting as well, which is way back. Uh, a few years ago in, um, I think it was in Canberra for the first time they met. The all-time head-to-head is is pretty good for Sinner. 104.5 service points, one return points, one total compared to 95.5 for Roussevori. The problem is Roussevori has only held serve 69% of the time in this matchup and Sinner's held serve 87% of the time. So a massive difference um, on serve there. Sinner's been much more effective on serve than Roussevori has. Roussevori does have it in his within him, I think, to, to make this a match. It wouldn't stun me if Roussevori won it, but it, it should it should be since having overcome that test against Bublik, which could have been a it could have been a really difficult test. You never know with Bublik, do you? Um I took a chance on him because he'd had one match under his belt. Sinner was coming in cold from the clay. Uh didn't work out as it sometimes doesn't with Bublik. But you know, Sinner was impressive. You would think if Sinner plays his best tennis on the day, you would think he was he would win. He should win. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't have this. As, I. I wouldn't be putting this in my parlays. As I wouldn't be ticking this box off as a cert by any means. I think he'll win, but it's not. It's not one for me, really. We do know one other quarterfinal. But we haven't got any odds on it yet. It's Talon Grigsport up against our future pick in the tournament, Alex Diminor. Uh, Alex Diminor will probably be a, a decent sized favourite for that. He's met once before against Grigsport, but it was way back in 2017, and he won. So. Where we are now on the week, we've got two very, very nice futures going into the weekend. We've got Taylor Fritz at plus 500. We've got uh, uh, Alex Diminor. I think it was 1,100, was it? 1,100? He was 11, 11 to 12 one. to 1. He was 12, 12 to 1. one. So, we, so, so we are in really, really nice shape heading into the weekend. Remember, there's four ways to follow us, all the stuff we do here. You can download the podcast, uh, Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on your preferred podcast provider. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Bet Rivers Network. There's some great content there. There's a big soccer match tonight. If you're going to get it, Spain against Italy. I think John will be out in Stuttgart trying to watch that. It'll be a good match tonight for the Nations League semi-final. And the European, cha- the European Championship qualifiers are coming up as well. And we have a brilliant podcast with uh, Jack Wright, uh, Dan Roebuck, and Steve Rish. Uh, and you can get that by uh, by downloading Betting Weekly Extra Time. You'll be able to find that as well. And also, you can uh, follow us on our social pages at Because We Win on Twitter, and also on our Instagram account, where you can follow Sean's adventures in Stuttgart. He'll be out tonight at the karaoke bar. If you were going to sing a song tonight, Sean, if, if, if we got you to sing a song tonight, I know you said you're not a great singer, but if oh, you're terrible, out, absolutely awful. But listen, that's that, that's the, what karaoke is about. But you're not out tonight. Me, you meet your new friend Hans. You say Hans Wolfgang or one one of your, your German buddies. You're chatting away. Oh, drinking the beer. 
He goes, Sean, come on, sing a song, come on. What's your Isn't song? Isn't that Dutch? That sounds more like your Steve Yeah, but I, I, you know, I'm, I'm on the Dutch, <laughs> I'm on the Dutch-German Dutch border. Dutch side, are you? What, 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 what I don't have a karaoke tonight? song. I don't you have a karaoke song. Come on. I, if, I, if I'm forced to do it, I normally do something like Happy Mondays or someone that can't sing so that, so that it makes me seem not as bad. That's, that's normally my tactic in so karaoke. The Happy Mondays tonight. We're going to get on Instagram. Follow the Instagram. Sean Cab will be singing the Happy Mondays tonight from a bar in Germany <laughs> with his new friend Hans. Anyway, that has been the latest edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. Take care, everyone. Uh, one pick from Sean. It's the uh, match minus two and a half. Francis TFO against Lorenzo Massetti tomorrow. Early start, 5 a.m. Stuttgart. Remember to head to the Bet Rivers website, place the bet. You can live stream the match. If you're out and about, you can watch it there. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your time. Myself and Sean will be back on Sunday looking ahead to more grass court action as the countdown to Wimbledon continues. Take care. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.